T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back. It is the Afternoon Show, Sports Radio 94, WYP. Jack Fritz and Ike Reese hanging out on this Wednesday afternoon. Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, Phil's, Phil's tie the Braves today, Ike, down in uh, Grapefruit League action. Back-to-back ties for the boys. There's no ties in baseball. Well, and back-to-back blown leads in the ninth. So, <laughs> once again, topper. No, I'm just kidding. Um, important portions of the game or parts of the game. JT went yard, mm-hmm. and uh, Bryce is playing first, made a diving play, and uh, Alec Bohm. Two hits, he had a double and a homer. There we go. So man, his swing is looking uh is looking crisp. Buzz, what do you call uh what do you call Alec Bohm's swing? Uh it's more beautiful than a California sunset. Right. And why do you do it's that? It's my favorite swing on the team. It's just a very true line drive it's through not, the ball. You know, it's a great swing. It's not that beautiful. It's a beautiful swing. No, Bryce is a beautiful swing. Yeah, but that's a more majestic, like hit the ball in the outfield. Like Alec Bohm's like a textbook old school swing. Oh, what do you know about old school? I, I'm huge old school, top hand, <laughs> over the ball type of guy. All right. Bryce Harper's the star. Well, he's a varsity participant. How many innings you play in varsity baseball? Total, maybe like eight. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> like my college career. All right, let's get to what we do every day around this time. And speaking of Buzz, the top five five with Buzz Wilson. So I didn't care for Francisco's topic yesterday, and not because, <laughs> or his top five in general, not because of where he had Jonathan Papelbon. But he stepped on the topic a day early. Part of understanding the top five at five is knowing you got to do it on the anniversary. Just because you're not scheduled today, right. you don't get to do the Bryce list. So it was a selfish move by it was Francisco. A selfish, really selfish move. Ah. I could see that. He did the Bryce list a day early. Yeah. So now, that's ah. fair. That's fair. It's like a, there's nothing worse than when, when someone would step on the top five. Correct. Just yeah. because he's not scheduled today, you don't Correct. get to, oh, the anniversary's tomorrow. Let me do it now. Ah, it's supposed to be today's think list. think about that. Okay. It's supposed so, to be today's list. So Fran pulled a me guy move. Exactly. Well, because it was now. Here's the, here's where I give Frank credit. Like it was back to back days. I don't know if he's a back to back top five guy yet. Can he play back to backs? I'm not sure. So he had to have <laughs> something ready to go. Now he was not macking before yesterday's show. So oh, like, but the, the, mon- Monday he was. I like so, that macking. Yeah, it wasn't macking. Well, so. fortunately, tomorrow, February 29th, he's got one more day of Black History Month left, so he can squeeze that in. <laughs> Extra leap day. Shoot, I, I thought there's point. He's finishing on. Black. He's, he's finishing. He's finishing. On on, Black wouldn't usually get that 29th, but tomorrow he's getting the extra day. Nice. Which segues me into my top five today. Good segue. I'm stepping on his toes. Today's the 28th, but it's the eve of Leap Day, okay. which only happens once every four years. Yep. Very, you know, it's been a while since we had a Leap Day. Shout out to. It's been four what years. What do you say? It's been four years? It's been four years. It's been four years. <laughs> but a lot's happened in those four years. Okay. A lot has happened in those four yes. years. Shout out to my friend Emily. She's turning six tomorrow because, you know, get it? She's turning six instead of 24. Why do you say, ah. why do you say your friend? My fr- I have a friend who's born on February 29th. Yeah, but isn't your girlfriend's name Emily? No, my girlfriend's Erica. Erica! Erica! Ah, so I thought- ah, you thought he had put her in the friend yeah, zone. Yeah, I, I thought you were going with the friend. No, no, okay. no. My girlfriend's Donovan birthday is not tomorrow. I have a friend, Emily, whose birthday is tomorrow. Look at you. She's turning six. She was born in 2000. Anyway, okay. tomorrow's leap day. And happens once every four years. Lots happen in the four years. So I'm going to rank the top five things that were different in both sports and the world the last time we had a February 29th. Because that was the last day before March of 2020 was 
the month that ended it all, right. so to speak. Correct. Number five, we're going to start in the sports world. You don't see NBA coaches wearing suits anymore. Watching the Sixers Celtics last night, they're wearing the zip-up jackets. It never came back. They wore, they got lazy with their dress code in the bubble, never came back. That has absolutely changed in the last five years. Yeah. And I got to admit, don't like it. It feels a little small, doesn't it? Like yep. the NBA feels like they should be wearing suits. Well, my yep. bigger issue is, is Jay Wright. Who he should go back to the suit. Jay Wright needs to only wear a suit. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it, like, it's like Pat Riley on the sideline. You think, suit. you think he's wearing a jumpsuit? No. Hell no. He's old school. No, he's old school. I'm old school, too. Rick re- Patino still does I the I suit, remember yeah. the coaches, yeah, when they wore suits. I remember those days. Professional. Yeah. This is this is, this is knockoff. Yeah, it's, well, everybody does the, the warm-up top, they, yeah. you know. And what did you think about, what'd you think about when, when Mike Nolan wore a suit as an NFL head coach? Oh, I thought he was corny for that. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone yeah. did. Yeah, everybody's like, hold on, bro. What do you think, you're Tom you're, Yeah, you're the only one with the suit on right now. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't look good on the, on the college football sideline. Although, I did. I grew up with Gene Stallings wearing an uh, old Alabama coach. Well, Landry wore a suit. Landry right? wore the suit and the hat, the fedora. Yeah. yeah. Those were like the only ones. Yeah, yeah. Mike Nolan trying to pull that out was not the uh, – doesn't work in football. It didn't work in – Only in, It's an indoor sport thing. For sure. Definitely. Yeah. Number four is the baseball rulebook. Think about all the rules that we've seen change in the last four years. We saw the seven-inning doubleheaders get tried. It got Love thrown out the window. Though. I enjoyed those. It killed pitchers hitting in the National League. <laughs> it's, it's the most, it's not, it's, of all the opinions you have, it's the one that drives me the most crazy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the, it is the worst. <laughs> I need the nine-inning games back. But we have the DH in both leagues now. The expanded September rosters. Now we got the pitch clock. I think we've seen more change in the last four years in the baseball rulebook than – I mean, frankly, years. yeah, it, it's been unbelievable what COVID did to accelerate all of that. Yeah, totally agree. That's why the sport is back to growing. It's becoming more of a viewing pleasure for everyone. And it's what was needed. All of those things were needed. The pitch clock is one of the best rule changes in, in sports. The history of sports. The history of sports. Like, I, I think it legit. I think the pitch clock legitimately saved baseball. Yeah. Um, I missed the pitcher in the National League, obviously. Nope. I actually don't. I thought I'd miss it more than I do. I've got no. I'm I'm still holding out. I know. I I I like I I like those double switches, man. I know I'm in the minority. I'm gonna die on this hill. It was great. (laughs) Charlie Manuel couldn't figure out the double switch. I mean, (laughs) having having those debates back in the day. But man, I I I legitimately think the pitch clock saved baseball, and 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 I'm I'm proud of the sport. Yeah, I'm proud of the evolved a lot. Don't need the pillow bases, but okay. I mean, you're not that big. I know. I'm just saying, though. But you know, I, everything else, I loved. Well, think about it. I mean, I think baseball's made a lot of great changes. The, the bigger bases did lead to more steals. I mean, the, the Phillies had two thirty steal guys last year. Yeah. You know, and Turner yeah, you Tur- wouldn't even be able to tell. I know. Turner should be uh, Turner should be closer to fifty this year. Like, let's let's get moving. Wow. Yeah. I mean, come on. He, fifty stolen he bases. He barely barely ran like thirty. He stole thirty bases. I don't think he got caught once. Yeah. What's the record? We got to find out what that record is for how many bases can you steal without being caught. <laughs> well, JT said it. I think. I think JT had like twenty three straight. No. JT said it for catchers. Yeah. Or ca- no. I think yeah, he, well, he well, said some kind of stolen base record. Well, if Trey Turner has thirty. That's already more than JT. I'm a. I'm a. I know. <laughs> I know. But I think Trey probably got caught last year. Did he? I don't think so. JT had one year where he did set it. I thought I thought uh, Trey got. I thought he was. Uh, he might. He, I didn't think he got caught last. Year. I, I want to say he got caught once at the end of the year, but I could okay. be wrong about that. I could be wrong too. Very low leverage. He he he, uh, he did finish with less uh, steals than, than Stotty. And Stott likes to remind him of that. Oh, <laughs> well, that's a good, a nice little competition. Exactly right. Good clubhouse up yeah. the middle stuff. Yeah. yeah, steal some bags. Uh, number three, you try and pay cash literally anywhere. I mean, you go to the ballpark, it's all card. It kind mm-hmm. of accelerated just 
everything is it, it, literally is cash even worth the paper it's printed on anymore. Everything is card. Now, if you don't have a card, can you even pay anywhere? Listen, I'm one of the slowest people to ever transition to anything that's more modern. Hell, I just got my Easy Pass four or five years ago. The cashless stuff, I was completely against it prior to the pandemic. Since then. It's forced everyone into it. I don't even know what money looks like anymore. No one does. I don't does it, carry does money. People even carry around cash. I mean, do you need it? I just realized that I could, I actually tip people instead of tipping them cash. I could just bend more on the tips. Right. Yes. It's great. And and you you have been slow to change in the last couple. You know. And you know me. It's not your. Yeah. It's not your strong. I still suit. write checks. <laughs> Which is, I, do you know how to write a check, Buzz? Yes, no. I actually do. Yeah, no, okay. I, I actually have written. Like, at that. So I've written. A che- I don't remember how to do it though anymore. I mean, it's 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 borderline. It's it's it's. I still write checks. Old. Yes. For what? Use stamps for bills. My oh. bills. I don't do direct. You know, automatic pay. Oh, automatic. Hey, you may. Hey, listen. Everybody don't get paid on time. So you'll get you'll get paid. You'll when get I it send when you get check. it. Yeah. Exactly. You start doing automatic pay. They take the money when it's yeah. It's when it's convenient yeah, for them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Are you kidding me? My mama ain't raised no fool. We don't pay everybody on time. <laughs> Priority list around here. <laughs> you're like you're like the you're like the Phillies. Wheeler first or Harper first? Then Harper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Harper getting direct deposit hey, or cash. Don't yeah. worry, it's in the mail. It'll get to you soon. Don't stop calling me. <laughs> They'll shut that down eventually. No more. When do people stop? I don't know what I'm gonna do if they ever do that. Like stop. Stop sending checks. I'm surprised. Honestly, I'm surprised coins are still around. Right. What like, do I need them for? I literally, when, when, when I do pay cash for things, yeah. I'm like, they, they, you let them keep the change. Keep the, Everyone does. Like carry Who takes the coins back? Me? Yeah, Awful. I don't want to carry. You used to have it in your uh, your car. It's not even worth it anymore. No. The, the camera lost a bet to Tom from Abington a few weeks ago and literally sent him a dollar in the mail, like a paper dollar. No, that's fine. And <laughs> Seltzer tried to teach him Venmo and he just won't yeah, do it. Yeah, there's no way the camera knows how to use Venmo. He no doesn't. Way. Which is, it's, it's very easy. So but at least I'm, I'm, I'm happy I'm a little more advanced than him. Yeah, it's big. Yeah. yeah it's a big It's one. a low bar. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> Frankly. Number two, watching sports without a bet. I mean, it, oh, it, yeah. I mean I, literally a lot of my friends, you guys, everyone, these sports betting apps took off like nobody's business in the pandemic. That's Let, what and, I got and, in. And states are, more states are legalizing it. The last four years for the sports betting industry has transformed everything. Cannot watch a game. To your point, I'm ahead of the Boston this weekend. You know what I did? I had to check and see if Massachusetts had changed its yes. uh, uh, gambling license. Because the last time I was, I don't think it, I don't think it was. Uh, it, just been, it just became legal in the last year. Yeah. So yeah, you, you, last year you were screwed. Yeah. This year you're locked in. <laughs> you're gonna be able to place all those with you. Now, Buzz, you have not jumped on the gambling bandwagon. No, I'm not a huge better. Yeah, that's probably smart given your your current. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> economics. Yeah, I don't I don't have a ton of expendable income. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, but yeah, dude, I. Like Philly sports, I can watch. Cannot right. watch a, a, a national game without having at least something. You and everybody else. <laughs> exactly right, dude. I placed a bet on the damn Daytona 500. Oh come on, big NASCAR guy. It was a plus 500 boost. That's called. That's you tracking called Dale Earnhardt around the around yeah, the track. Joey Logano is, is my winner. He was, oh, he was part of the winner circle. It's the three. No, seriously, check this out. It was like 25 laps left. 20 laps left. Were you watching? Yes, I, I honestly started watching at the end because he was. I wanted to see where he was at. I have you watch ever the watched whole, the Daytona 500? Never before. in my life. Okay. <laughs> never in my life have I watched it. But it, I just waited till towards the end, and I knew where nice. the race was going to finish. So I'm like, okay, I'll see the last 10 to 15 laps, and wouldn't you? know it they crashed with 10 laps left to go he was in second place at the time the joey best- logano he was in second place that's the problem with nascar 
is that you're kind of just rooting for a crash. Like, the, the crash is the most interesting part of it. Not when you got money down and it isn't. I understand. Ike's going to go from never <laughs> now, watching NASCAR to going up to Mount Pocono this summer cheering them on. Well, you, what it was. Did it, you it, like it? Did you like watching the NASCAR? No, I, I listen, the ending is all I cared about. It was a boring day. There was nothing on. It was after the uh, All-Star game, right? So it was that Monday, I believe. It's right. President's Day. Yeah, after yeah. It was President's Day. That's when it was. Yeah, it was, so it was nothing else on. What do you think I'm going to do? Bet the Daytona 500. Hey, it was plus 500. Man, did you throw a lip in and play some country music too? Or? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, holy cow. You put a plaid shirt on? I got, I'll send you a couple. What's, what's next? And a number one, just the existence of Zoom. Literally no one knew what it was. Dude. Almost no one knew what it was four years ago. I had to finish the final six weeks of college on Zoom. <laughs> it was a total joke. Senioritis out the max. No one has snow days anymore, like kids going to school. No one goes into the office five days a week unless you do what we do. Yep. It's just the way that Zoom and everything virtual has changed, it never fully came back. No one fully goes back into the office. People don't fully have snow days. There's no ex- like excuse to not go anywhere because you can do everything virtually. Well, and I talk about missing an opportunity is obviously mm. Skype. I mean, like Skype was the they big blew thing. a three-one lead. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like they had they, they Skype has blown has blown a bigger lead than Doc Rivers. <laughs> they dominated the the video conferencing forever. Yeah, and this, this it was their moment, right? Completely folded. Like Zoom completely dominated <laughs> Skype, and and Skype's pretty much not existent anymore. Yeah, I don't even. When was the last time you were on a Skype? Skype? Well, I had to, I had to. I can't say it. Yeah, I can. Uh, Seth had me. I had to download Skype because he was using Skype. Yep. Yeah, and I'm like, hold on, man. I, I don't even have this app. Uh, yeah. This is no. post-pandemic? Or pre-pandemic. This? No, this was like this year. Yeah, oh, this come is, on. This like he's recently. the only one using Skype left? Zoom that's, exists, that's Seth. That's why I said I didn't want to put it out there, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, with the times. Come on, Seth. And this was during this season. No wonder. Yes. Stuck in the 90s, Seth Joyner. Still using Skype? Oh, right. No, no, he's using the AIM. Just kidding. He's using AIM. Yeah, yeah. What's this going away message? 215-592-9494. That is the top five. five. Good, Good one, list, Buzz. Buzz. Good list. Good one, Buzz. Good list. I'm on board with every last one of those. I mean, it's been... <laughs> Every last one of them. World isn't good. World has not bounced back post-pandemic. Mm. It's pretty much completely changed. Well, we've adapted. Of course. Some, some things are, I'm like, yeah, the pandemic taught us a different way to live, and so we've adopted these things because they were good. Yeah, and everything became more, uh, uh, you know, just more reasonable. The biggest thing for me is the whole cashless thing. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Man, I'm a lot strict- of places don't I'm, even take cash. Yeah, like- I'm, I'm strictly the card or... Venmo. Yeah. Apple Pay. It's the best. Yeah. Everything. Cash app. Yep. The best. Everything five makes- ways to pay better than cash. Everything makes sense now. <laughs> Tim's in uh, Philadelphia. What's happening, Tim? Hey, how you guys doing? What's up, Tim? All right. On the cash, uh, cashless is the worst way we can go. It w- they can zap your money out of Venmo or anything right away. That's true. I just wanted to get that out of the way. And <laughs> yeah, anything that really, like we rely so much on computers, yeah. We we are putting our hands, are putting our possessions in the hands of these Machines, the computers. But it's also convenient. Right. Except, uh, all right. And I, but I just want to get this here. I don't want to get choked up. But uh, Jelly Roll, he, uh, he, he's a great, great musician. He, you know, he got me back and right with the Lord and he got keeping me sober. And I, I'm real quick, I want to give you my Philly Stop the Tracks, Stop the Axis of the Planet is when I was in the Philly game and USA Chance just started coming out of nowhere. And I believe it was. Osama. Yeah, it was when Bin Laden died, yeah. Was it Bin Laden? Yes. And it just, we ended the Mets game 1-1, 
and and it was just it, it was uh, I'm getting chills thinking about that game. It was amazing. Yeah. You, any of you guys there? Yeah. Yeah. It was it was pretty ridiculous, Tim. I mean, the the night Ben Line got shot, I actually do remember watching it live. Hmm. Um, you know, like you start hearing USA chants, and it was it was like very early. Like Twitter, oh yeah, because I think it was like 2011, mm-hmm. um, which and, is actually the year I joined Twitter. I believe, yeah, I, I think I, think I joined the in 11 joined too. Twitter in 11, yeah. Um, but I, I just always remember this guy with a uh, USA jersey on, and it was it was one of the Utley World Baseball Classic jersey showing that up to the crowd, and it was weird seeing Phillies and Mets fans just all <laughs> get along on the same <laughs> thing. But yeah, that was a uh, definitely a moment that stopped you in your tracks. This segment sponsored by Guided Door and Window. Take advantage of Guided Door and Windows' big winter sale through February. February Receive 40% off all windows and doors. Call 1-877-GO-GUIDE or visit goguida.com. Uh, Mark is in Delaware. What's happening, Mark? Not much, guys. How are you? What's up, Mark? Not much. Good show. So, actually, you're bring, bringing some bad memories back. So, <laughs> some of the stuff that you already mentioned, and then you said something about Kuiper's new draft. Yep. And uh, firefighter. I Danny, yeah. I thought about Danny Watkins. I was like, holy crap. A Chip Kelly defensive yeah, Chip player. Chip Kelly and Danny Watkins. That, that is, yeah. that is yeah. interested in firefighting if, if NFL yeah, football doesn't work I was out. It's like, oh, man. Then you, you guys talked about the Motorola Pager, which was horrible. You talked about uh, the. I'm sorry Marco to bring it down, Mark. Yeah, I'm sorry to bring it down, buddy. That's all right. I, I, I kind of laughed. You talked about the Marco Murray and Frank Gore signing. Uh, obviously, Frank Gore was here for what a cup of tea or whatever. I don't even know if it was a you cup know? of tea. I mean, he was here for like a day. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, Who, Frank Gore. Yeah, yeah, no, it wasn't a day. I think it may have been a few hours. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I mean, he he was only here for like you know 20 minutes or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, so let me uh, let me go back on what you guys are talking about the draft and uh, free agent signing. So, I think Kool uh, Aid would be a good draft pick. Um, hopefully he might be there when the Eagles, you know, are drafting, which mm-hmm. I think he will be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Runyon would be an excellent signing. But let me uh, let me ask you a question um, that I kind of disagree with. Okay. Man, I'd, I'd love to see Trot Jr., but I, I don't know if that'd be a good pick for the Eagles because I think – the problem with that is you're putting a lot of pressure on a 21-year-old kid to live up to dad's, you know, legacy. It's okay. I think he's built for it. He's been doing that his whole life. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think it's different. When you, I mean, where'd Trot go to school at? Stephen F. Wow. Austin. Yeah. So he, you know, Junior didn't have to live up to that. I just think, you know. I, I, you know, I kind of, I'm thinking the same thing with Nicobe Dean. If if Trot Jr. comes into Philadelphia, and he's not like a, a really good player in the first two, two or three years, then you know the fans are going to kind of turn on him. Uh, honestly, I think we'd be less likely to turn on him because of who he is. Well, I would hope not, but that, that's what? just my thought. I mean, like I said, you know, I, I'd love to see him because I, I think he's a good ball player. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, he, I don't think he's ever going to live up to, to that. You know what I mean? That's fine. And, and that's fine. Those are those are big shoes. Those are big shoes to feel. What's your uh, Philly sports moment that stopped you in your tracks? Um, so I've heard some people call in about the Super Bowl. 
when the Eagles won it, but I was pacing in the living room until that pass went incomplete and the Eagles actually won. There you go. Yeah. I appreciate the comment. That's pretty much describes us all. Yeah. I hadn't un- unclenched my butt cheeks by the end. <laughs> well, and when, when I got – I got um, who's the uh, DB I'm thinking of? I can't think of. Was, was it Darby? Which one? It looked like they were trying to get an interception. I think it's Darby. Yeah. Well, it's Darby and Mills, right? It looked like the ball bounced up in the air more. Like, it wasn't people trying to knock it down, which is what they coach us to do. They're trying to stat pad yeah. in that moment. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> in a cheap interception at that time, and it bounced again. When it went up, I thought, I thought, of course the Patriots are going to catch this, and this is how the Eagles lose the <laughs> yep. Super Bowl. Um, what sucked for me is, again, like I was here, mm-hmm. so I heard it first because we're on the delay. Oh, yeah, you saw, yeah. So I heard it first and then had to watch it. Right. And it was kind of took it away. Like, yeah. I was obviously – Thrilled they won, but like, and remember, like the two second delay with Mike and Earl, like they didn't realize like the game was actually over. It was like, oh, oh, that's it. Well, because it was a nine second play, and that's yeah. how much time there was left, <laughs> exactly. and it just got to zero. They yep. had no idea. Well, yeah, like, I'm it, with you, and I don't blame them either. Like it was, a, it was perfectly aligned. And let me tell you the one thing. See, this is how I know it was destined, destiny for us to win, because it wasn't blatant. But it could have very easily been called, and they could have got another play. Fletcher hit uh, Tom Brady. And I think he hit him after the ball was thrown. Did imagine that. Like the, like the unnecessary roughness on Tom Brady, like that call at the end of that game right there to give them, what, 15 yards in mm-hmm. another play? They have to clear off the field because there's a yeah. flag 50 yards yeah. away. Yeah. Well, dude, imagine, yeah. imagine this city. That a late flag on top. Oh, he gets all the calls. Yep. They got to protect pretty Man. boy. Because that's really what I was watching first. Because remember, Brady had to escape the rush, and then he got oh, out yeah. to the right. And I'm looking at him, and all I'm saying is no penalties, no penalties, because you don't want to give him another shot at this thing. Mm-hmm. Man, and they, they let it play. So would you say the Bradbury call was a makeup call for the <laughs> – <laughs> They finally got it right. They got, yeah. us, they got us back. Couldn't let us win two in, in five years. Um, but, yeah, obviously, Super Bowl, a big answer. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. We get the text line on the other side. We'll roll through your phone calls. Best answer at the end of the show for a Philly sports moment that stopped you in your tracks. Uh, we'll win a pair of Jelly Roll tickets. We've got two pair to give away today. Uh, but on the other side, a, an update on Joel Embiid. Do the Sixers think he'll be back? And my new biggest concern with this basketball team. We'll get to all of that in the text line. Coming up next on the Afternoon Show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hey, get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. Now, that's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. I really like the FanDuel app. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Ike and shoot your shot. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. This was a test of the emergency alert system. Equipment that can quickly alert you during emergencies was being tested. If this had been an actual emergency, official news and information would have followed the alert tone. This has been a test of the emergency alert system. They still are optimistic that they can get him back. I think there's some hope, you know, that they can get him back on the court uh, by sometime in late March, uh, back starting to uh, get into condition. And listen, the goal here isn't necessarily to try to bring him back and see how many 
regular season games you might be able to win with him. The goal is to get him as healthy as he can be for the postseason. Hope they can hang in where they are and then have as spry and mobile and conditioned of a Joel Embiid as they can for what would be either a play-in game, uh, maybe as a seventh seed, yep. or at five or six, you know, a nightmare first-round matchup for a team um, that gets home court advantage in the East, and all of a sudden here comes a healthy, a healthy Joel Embiid. Here comes the big bad Sixers. Woj uh, saying there, Sixers remain hopeful early March or uh, for or mid March, sorry for uh, Joel Embiid to return to the team. Um, you say early March. Early March is uh, <laughs> is next week. Next week, don't believe that's that Joel Friday. Be, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> he's gonna be back on Friday night. <laughs> Imagine that against Imagine. the Hornets. But uh, yeah, so listen, he uh, the, the Sixers remain positive. I still think he's gonna play. I just wonder if they completely fall out of this thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, at what point is just like what's the point? Yeah, and I think that's a part of the equation, and it should be a part of the equation, because if you're a playing team. Is it worth it risking him further injury or any type of re-injury trying to rush him back for that? Right. Because what type of legitimate run are you about to go on? I know the Lakers did it last year. They went all the way to the conference finals. I got it. But the Sixers don't have the GOAT on their team. You know what I mean? Yeah, they don't have LeBron James and they don't have Anthony Davis. Right. Yeah. Well, they're all GOATs now, so I'll let you have that. (laughs) Yeah, they're all GOATs. Um, (laughs) But – but – and if we're going to keep losing games, to me, it, it it puts me even more in the corner of, is it worth it? Because I still can't believe Joel Embiid would get healthy, not healthy, would get in shape in a two-week span. I don't think he can play enough and run him up and down the court enough for him to be in real-life game shape. Now, some people say, well, even if he's just 80 85%, they're still going to be better than just about everybody else in the league and who you're going up against. There is some legitimacy to that. I get it. Mm-hmm. You had better be absolutely right. And he better make sure he's fully yeah. healthy. Better, yeah. It's just conditioning. Yeah, you had better be absolutely right because it's it's one thing for this season, and, we, and we've sort of come to grips with what this season could ultimately end up being. We don't want next year impacted by this. Yeah. So I just don't know if it's worth it. And and you know when I started thinking about something? Is when Pat Bev said over and over, the Sixers aren't trying to win right now. Now you could just chalk that up as just him talking and but remember I asked this. Like, why would they trade Patrick Beverly? You wanted him here because you wanted that DNA here. So unless there was some sort of issue in the locker room issue with the coach, it does sort of seem like you're saying, you know what, the moves that we're making are more for next year than they are for this year. Like the Buddy Heel trade. Yeah. And you give Kyle Lowry a chance to play for his hometown and, and play off and the string. And it's a feel-good story, yeah, having Kyle Lowry here. So like They could have done more than the deadline if they really felt like this was a contending. Yes. Contending. Yes. They basically just traded all the second-round picks and then got all of them back because he traded Pat Bev and, and yep. Jaden Springer, and there's another trade in there where they got a, a second uh, some more, whatever. They got all the, the, the picks back anyway. They traded for Buddy Heal. Mm-hmm. They could have done more. Yeah. And so that that makes me think that the Sixers kind of know, or they at least are leaning more towards the, the caution side of we're not going to rush Joel Embiid back. And 
listen, I know they got playoff tickets. They got to sell and all that type of stuff. But I, I just, man, you, you had better be right with him on this, trying to bring him back. Are you, uh, are you ready to use the T word? The old tank? No, because I I don't expect them to lose many games. Like I mean, they're going to go out there and try to win, but by the time Joel comes back, like what are you going to have? Five or six regular season games left? Could be, could be. Yeah, at that point, just give me the highest draft pick possible. Might as well. Uh, so I have a new uh, I have a new big fear about about the Sixers. Like mm-hmm. Daryl Morey might not know basketball. Like that's that's my new fear. Like I don't know if he knows what, what winning basketball looks like. Like Buddy Heel is completely regressed from the first couple of games and looks more like Buddy Heel. He told me yeah. he was the the best player acquired at the deadline. Bogdanovich, I think, would have a a, a, a <laughs> bone to pick with that. You know, like Kelly Oubre can't play. No. I mean, I know he got hit by the car, but well, allegedly post getting hit by the car, like yeah. looks more like the Kelly Oubre I've seen my entire life. Tobias Harris, like I, I know your team, Toby. <sighs> How's, how's, how's Tobias Harris Island going right now? Yeah, it's not fun. It's a lonely Not fun place. over here. And, and listen, I, I love everybody that tweets at me. It's, that's right. Hey, it's your boy. What, what, what's, your, what's your boy doing out I there? I mean, he looks yeah. way worse. Yeah. I, I don't know what the hell's going on. Uh, yeah, I got no explanation for what he's looked like over the last week. I mean, it's like can't dribble. I mean, that couple with the illness stuff that was going on where he was sick. Right. As a grown man, like I, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know what the hell that's all about. Well, it's just like, again, thirteen points last night. Two is five of nineteen, Ike. Five of nineteen. Shoot or shoot. Oh yeah, yeah. Again, anytime he touches the ball, it's a losing possession. <laughs> it's a losing possession. Uh, 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 Mo Bamba can't play. Uh, campaign. Uh, it's either he's hitting threes or he's unplayable. Hit those two threes, boy. You knew that heat check was. Oh coming. my god. Oh my <laughs> Shot god. Shot that third one. Dude, I mean, I'm, I'm at the point where start Ricky Council. <laughs> hey, I've been Dude, liking Ricky. watching him play. It's just I really have. Got to get rid of that number sixteen. It's bad. If he's gonna be on the team, we 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 need to get. Yeah, we need a new 16 is not a basketball yet. number. 16, no. Unless you're Pau Gasol, yeah, 16 stinks. Like, I thought Maxi last night, you know, he's competitive. He played great he tried. defense. He was kind of chirping, which is surprising. Yeah. I mean, you don't see him chirping yeah. back and forth. Yeah. Good job, yeah. Paris. It's just he's acquired so many guys that I don't think are, like, winning basketball players. And that's my my, my new concern is 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 Daryl Morey. Just might not know how to build a winner. I mean, well, he just got an extension. Well, listen, look at Houston. They, and by the way, he traded for James Harden. If you ever want for his, you know, <laughs> does this guy know what a winning basketball player looks like? So that's my new fear at the Sixers. Dude, I think it's legit. Uh, let's go to Justin in Tennessee. What's happening, Jay? What's happening, fellas? How y'all doing today? What up, Justin? Man, I heard y'all talking earlier about drafting Jeremiah Trotter, dude. I'm telling you what, that would just tickle me to death if they got Axeman Jr. in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And it it it's like I think Andy hit hit the nail on the head. I never thought I would. It, it just reminds me how old I've gotten to see all these guys I grew up cheering for. Now their sons are playing and playing good. Mm-hmm. You know, Asante Samuel Jr., John Runyon Jr., Jeremiah Trotter Jr., all those guys. Joey Porter, Joey Jr. Porter Jr. You know, it's just crazy. It, you know, Christian McCaffrey. Seeing all these guys I grew up watching. Now their kids are playing them, just playing, balling out, dude. It's crazy <laughs> how old it makes me feel. And I'm sure with you, Ike, I mean, you, you knew these kids. Oh, you were yeah. There when, they, when they came into the world. So I'm sure it really hits you, hits you hard. Yeah, among, but, among other things that remind me that I'm old. Yep. 
Yep. <laughs> that's, that's like me, guys. I, I just got back from the doctor. I told you yesterday. I was down in my back. I had to get a daggone steroid shot and all that crap. And mm-hmm. it, Jack, buddy, I'm telling you, don't wish you were 40. <laughs> yeah, don't rush it. <laughs> don't rush it, buddy. It sure doesn't I, I seem know, great. Yeah, I, I know. I know you work in radio, and it's not like physical labor like me. But mine started just doing some stuff around the house, and thinking, "Yeah, I can move this, and I can move that." And then, yeah, you just kind of overextend yourself, and then it just gets progressively worse from there. But anyway, long story short, yeah, we need to start the uh, the what'd you call it, Ike, the uh, trot or oh, trot, trot or not? Yes. Yeah, and I'm, I'm telling you, Howie, I, I I agree with everything you guys said. If you you would be better off taking him and him not panning out than not taking him and him doing well somewhere else. <laughs> yes. I, re- I really believe that. I-, I hadn't thought about that. But it's it's insane that that we would have the opportunity to get this kid in the second round because I'm telling you, I I heard you saying something about the kid from A&M. I- I'd take Trot over the kid from A&M. Yeah. I watch a ton of college yeah, football. No Big 12, no Big 12 defensive players. <laughs> no. no he's he's, he's oh, a yeah, A&M's SEC though. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I don't care. <laughs> they're they're all they're still Big Twelve at heart. <laughs> that they are. That, I mean, we really don't recognize the Elmer, Missouri, and I ain't gonna recognize <laughs> Texas and Oklahoma. That ain't SEC football, but God. that's that's the world we live in now. Okay, mm-hmm. number two, I don't have like a heart stopping moment for these Jelly Roll tickets and all that, but Jack, I gotta stop you with the Jelly Roll's country music. He ain't country music. Uh-oh. He is hip hop. He's hip hop, not hip hop. Hick hop. He is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> for, like, for like the country hicks out here that like to, you know, do the Carolina squat with their four-wheel drives. They drop the back end of the truck and the front end, and then they got their base going. And I'm sitting there like, what in the world is that? And I was like, that's hick hop, Dad. Jelly Roll got some pretty good songs, and I bet Hugh Douglas would like him because Hugh Douglas is starting to come around to some uh, Chris Stapleton and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So you need to introduce Hugh to some uh, Jelly Roll, Jack, and I'll give you a movie. I may have gave you this one before, but I'm going to do it again, and Ike will vouch for me. I know how you like romantic comedies. Love them. This is awesome. Boomerang. Eddie Murphy, Ooh, Halle Berry, a good Robin one. Gibbons, yeah. Martin Lawrence. It's phenomenal, Jack. I'm not kidding. It is one right. of Eddie Murphy's oh, you'll best love it, yeah. movies and highly underrated. You'll love it, Jack. Yep. All right. Boomerang. You'll love it. All right. Good call, Justin. Go. I appreciate it. I, I love you, boys. I mean it. All right, Justin. Love <laughs> there you. There he goes, Justin in Tennessee. Good movie. Starting to take control of the uh, – <laughs> making sure we get yeah. these guys off the <laughs> Yeah, you get over there. You, you get – you just <laughs> – Good. You noticed that, huh? No, I thought, yeah. I'm it's, looking it's, at the clock like, all right. Listen, I've, I've been a bad guy, you know, around no, here. No, it's all right. Yeah, it's yeah, all yeah, good. It's, it's no, all I understand. Good. I understand. Boomerang sounds like my kind of movie, though. You'll, you'll like Boomerang. Yeah, you'll like Boomerang. Bunch of 90s stars. Yeah. All right. Yep. Uh, I don't. Again, I'm pretty swamped tonight. I gotta rewatch the Philly <laughs> spring training game, but I'll see if I can. I'll see if I can get it in the Squeeze mix. Squeeze it in somewhere. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Tom's in that Garver Township. What's <laughs> happening, Tom? Hi. How's it going, guys? What was that? Was we that a kid yelling in the background? Was that a kid yelling at you, Tom? Yeah, it was my kid. <laughs> he said it's terrible. What's going on? So, uh, yeah, um, can I start with my uh my my Philly moment first? Yeah, sure. Um, Roy Holiday with the uh, no hitter in the playoffs. Ooh, yeah, that's no one, a great one. Nice. No one, no one expected it. Even after you know, previous he had the perfect game, but no one expected. You know, when he walked that player in the, uh, I think it was the fifth inning. Yeah. Who, do you no remember? Do you remember who he walked? Uh, oh man, I think uh, Cincinnati. Uh, uh, Bruce. Yep, former Philly Jay Bruce. Oh, Jay Bruce. Yeah. 
yeah, and um, that, that that's my that's my silly moment. And I, I want to talk about uh, Jalen Hurts and how he's he's quiet. Okay, it's 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 Nick's it's Nick's uh, job to engage the media. Uh, players they they can choose to engage the media and the level the, the level in which they engage uh, engage the media. It was easy when they when they had the ten wins and they he said a win is a win. He knew he knew that there there were still problems. Just like um just like uh, AJ Brown alluded to in the, mm-hmm. uh, in the interview. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just the way it's just the way he does. He may be later in the locker room, but he just doesn't show it to the media and chooses not to. Yeah, I got you, Tom. Um, yeah, I, I think it has less about showing something to the media. This is stuff that we've heard to come out of the building. That this is what the Eagles, as an organization, are encouraging him to do. What's well, he showing to his teammates? Yeah, this isn't. Yeah, this isn't about media related or any of that. This is about his impact. Again, I go back to Nick. He talked about the two things he's going to double down and triple down on when he's talking about connectivity and accountability. Well, how many times do we say the team looks disconnected? Mm -hmm. So he's talking about connectivity. So maybe he's trying to emphasize that even more, the importance of that and the significance of that and how that allows you to get through adversity, to fight through adversity together. Because when you're not connected and adversity shows up, now everybody separates and you're pointing fingers. Well, that's exactly what happened last yeah. year. That's what made it so surprising. Because, like, when they were coming back, it was like, oh, my God, they're so resilient. Mm-hmm. That's what they are. You know, a win's a win, yada, yada, yada. It's like, what happened? And then all of a sudden they lost – again, they lost one game. <laughs> <laughs> it all went to hell, man. Yeah. I still think it was the Seattle game. Like, I, I think the – the Niners game and the Cowboys game were bad, but you could excuse those away. Yeah. The, the, going 92 yards and, and Jalen and A.J. going off script, that's a, that's a, that's a team ruiner. Yep. That's a team ruiner. Uh, let's get to what we do every day around this time, and that is the afternoon show text line. What are the five core values of the afternoon show? Nick in Delaware. It's fair. I heard the midday show do this today. They let out the, the core principles of the core values of the midday show. Oh, they did? Yeah. yeah, yeah, ah. yeah. Well, I would say the core values of the afternoon show, one is accountability. You know, we uh, love that. Yeah. No, uh, leave your horniness at the door. You know, uh, Pause. Pause, I feel like. Is that a value? Pause is a value? Should be a value. It should be a value. Um, Inaccurately killing people off. Right. That certainly is a core value of the show. Have yeah, take. misinformation is is something that we we don't strive to to uh, to specialize in, but right. sometimes we do put that out there. Right. We're like Charles Barkley. What did Charles Barkley say about <laughs> I'm not here to be your role model? I'm not here to educate. You know. Yeah. Sometimes we're that up to somebody else, man. Yeah, sometimes we say the first thing that comes to our mind. Exactly right. It feels and, good. And uh, <laughs> relax. No filter. That's a, that's a value. Well, one of the values also take like a champion today. That's that that that's the goal. Yeah, we're gonna have that uh, put up on the wall over there. Especially when Spike is here. Yeah. Especially when Spike is here. What's next? You have three missed messages from twenty years ago. <laughs> Ike's pager in Jersey. <laughs> We don't get messages on pages. Yeah, what, what, what is that? <laughs> what is that? I don't know. Do you know what a pager is? <laughs> you got the little like buzz, like to yeah. call them back. Or not a physical message, but f- three notifications. Yeah, three. Yeah. yeah. What would you yeah. call it? Notifications. I don't even think we call it as pages. It's three pages. I guess that makes sense. Oh, it's kind of confusing because you think pages is like multiple, like, like full pages, not a pager. Thing. No, that's not what we thought, Jack. Well, that's what you think now because you didn't. You weren't in the page area. Correct. <laughs> 
Not even close. <laughs> so when we said, yeah, oh, I got three pages. I didn't think three pages of paper or three, yeah. Well, no. that seems like a design flaw of the pager. Three missed pages. That's what it would say. Four missed pages. I got four people trying to reach me. Yes. I missed four pages from somebody. Dumb. Renee was trying to get a hold of me. That's right. <laughs> get to a phone now. Now, hold on. Was there a difference between a beeper and a pager? It's the same thing. Okay. See, I'm pro beeper. Yes. It makes more sense. It's the same thing. It's the same Buzz, thing. I know the same thing. Okay, so I'm would, more pro beeper than- Just the name? Yeah, well, for pagers, I would think- So pages. what do I say? You get four beeps? Yeah. You have four missed beeps. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry. The, the, beep, the beeper's dead anyway. It is dead. <laughs> Do- uh, doctors don't even use them anymore, because that's who used to have them. Oh, that makes sense. You page a doctor, yes. Right, right. Uh, now, th- were you part of the Walkman era? Did you have a Walkman back Of course. Then? Yeah. Oh, are you kidding me? You, you were one of the cool kids if you had a Walkman. And, and when I got the reverse, like the one that, that you don't have to take the tape out and flip it over, it just automatic reverses at the end of the tape and it just flips to you. Oh, man, come on, man. Come on, it's man. It's like shuffle mode before it yeah, existed. Yeah, man. That's how you locked in, Renee. Well, then you had a disc man. <laughs> yeah. You know, they had the disc man. Don't remember the disc man. Well, you play CDs. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah I had the disc man. Yeah, yeah that. that made it hard to warm up, though, during, like, football. Because, you you, you know, bump, moving around made the disc jump. Yeah. Yeah. Walkman was better. Yeah, Walkman were better. Walkman, uh, well, the best is obviously iPod. That was the first yes. one. iPod, Walkman, CD player. In that order. Yep. And pager. What's next? <laughs> Changed our minds on Sirianni? I think not. Jalen is on Wentz Watch. Nick is on Lame Duck Watch. And I'm on Mad Mike Watch. Tom from Abington. We do have to watch Mad Mike. Now that now that you've been privy to the information right. that he loves Brandon, Brandon Graham. Mm-hmm. Not gonna let that go. Accountability. Yeah, Especially. I will remind him of that when he next time he calls. And he'll and knowing Mad Mike, he's gonna have a defense. Cause yeah, because he, he was in the moment. He's a defensive guy. Like he <laughs> he has his backup sometimes, and he has to to fight for his life. Yes, and he will. He's had to defend that one many times. I didn't. I didn't even know about that one. Yeah. Yeah. You learn something new every that's day. That's awesome. That that but that's good. That's a good nugget to have. Oh, it's a good thing to have in the back pocket yeah. for sure. Yeah. What's next? The only way I ever know when Lent is is when the anniversary of Harper's contract comes up every year. <laughs> Brian in Collegeville. So Lent, Another good point. <laughs> Lent's what, two weeks ago? It's still going, isn't it? Is it? And I'm Jewish. How do I know that? I don't know. You seem, you seem like you an authoritative uh, position I'm, on I'm that. Just, I'm going to sit this one out. Well, because Ash Wednesday is when it starts, I believe. And it goes to Easter or Good Friday or something, right? That's pretty long. I think yeah. it's like sixty days. Huh? Yeah, that's what I've been told. Yeah, it's good. It's good knowledge out of you. It's good Lent. You were the one you. doing Lent. Yeah, I got Passover you. coming up, and I'm the one educating you on Lent. That was just a bit, though. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. the first time you were religious in your life. Exactly right. <laughs> for, 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 to get Bryce Harper here once again, you're welcome. Great a lot. <laughs> What's next? Every day we yearn for the time of the BJ era. Ben Livingston with his cats in New York. I think Ben. The BG era? Probably meant the. I, I wrote out BJ. It did not get he, translated. He didn't want to write BJ. That makes sense. Um, I feel like that, that you know, Bryce Harper's sign date is one of the days on the calendar that, that Ben Livingston looks forward to every year. Because it's when people start tweeting him again. You know, people remember that he was uh, on the radio station, a part of the radio program. Mm-hmm. You can say, I remember where I was when Ben Livingston broke the news. It's one of the days I think Ben books forward to on his calendar. <laughs> he and does. When, and when he can take credit for the for the success of the show 
whenever any writing periods come out and they get published. That is true. Yeah. He is still doing that? Well, it's like so proud of what we built. Uh, you know, it's like, dude, it was a long time ago. Love that. Love that. But you're trying to always be in the spotlight. I imagine that. Do we, do we still think we're going to get a signing Harper rain delay coverage this year? Is that finally done? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They, that it's been, been a good run. But they got some good yearbooks, though. I, mean, I know they the do. More memorable things. But there have been, finally. But there was signing Harper for a while there. Right. <laughs> it was. Yeah. It, like every rain delay ever. <laughs> let's hear Let's hear this story for the 47th time. Uh, Gary's in Vineland. What's happening, Gary? What's going on? Um, for the record, Lent's 40 days. 40 days. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. We, again, we are not <laughs> educators. Start, start Ash Wednesday, 40 days, and then Easter. Perfect. Thank I you, had Gary. that right. Or you said 60. You said 60. I had the length wrong, but <laughs> yeah. I had the start and end the point 60 right. The 60-day IL. That's what, that's what Buzz is on. Oh, my God. We need to sign Reddit. Like, just give him the money. Well, it's not that easy. I mean, like, yeah, they'll get is. there. They'll, they'll get there. But it, if he starts asking for too much, you know, I mean, they could sign a younger edge rusher. It doesn't need to be a sign Reddit. Well, who would that be? doesn't need to be a sign Reddit. They'll be fine. I'm with you, Gary. Oh, we're not, we're not giving him a blank check. Well, not no, not a blank check. But. If he wants $22 million, he can have $22 million. Yeah. <laughs> Anything more I'm out on. Uh, Gary, you got a good answer for us for a uh, for a Philly so, sports moment that stopped you in your tracks? I literally stopped in my tracks because this was right when the DVR came out, and it was World Bleepin' Series. And I was like, did he just? <laughs> and then I went back and I rewound it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah World Bleepin' Champions was a good one. That was the original Kelsey speech. Yeah, and then Kelsey really upstaged him. That was actually my that was my uh, outside of the fake throw, uh, fake throw to second and then home, or was it a fake, fake throw, throw to first? first? Fake throw to first, throw home. How was Chase coming? He was. Okay, he, yeah, you're right. Yeah, going up throw, the middle. Yeah, yeah damn, there you go. I had to see the play in my head to know where it was going. Yeah, outside of that play, the the world bleeping champs is my favorite Chase Utley moment. And you know who uh, you know who was working here and did not dump that? Yeah. Turtle. 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 Yeah. The original. Biggest, oh, no, I remember, yes. Big, biggest non-dumping station history, for <laughs> sure. Right. Yeah. For sure. Yep, the original buzz. Yep, that cost. <laughs> that, that one really did. That one really who, who did, did. Who did he tag, Jack? Trivia. Who, who did he who tag? Who did Ruiz tag on the Utley throw? Uh, he got out. Jason Bartlett. There you go. Wow. Never a doubt. You guys are good. Never a doubt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ike, we got to pick a winner here. We've got two tickets to give away. Tough one today. It is a tough one today. Right, we got two tickets. Once we got the trolls two out of the way. sets of tickets. We got OG Wade was a troll early. Yeah. Cowboy Jim was a troll. Yes. Two. And I feel like the Super Bowl is too easy of an answer. Yes. Uh, I thought the, the uh, World Believe in, Believe in Champs is a pretty good one. Mm, no. Vince Carter missed shot. Uh, it's Chuck. Okay. Uh, Harper Bedlam, that's kind of the, uh, the Co- Kobe dying, eh. Bin Laden. Eh. Well, listen, man. Well, well, Javon Kirsten T.O., that's Mad Mike. He can't win anything. Eh. <laughs> Chuck Manary did Vince Carter miss shot. Uh, OG Wade did Bryce Harper ball dying at the wall. <laughs> Cowboy Jim did the fumble <laughs> in the Super Bowl. All right, go Vince Carter miss shot. And would you say Utley? Well, the, the world, world believing champions. champions. You want to give it to Gary and Violin? Well, because the other guys have already won. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, know. I, don't, I don't think Chuck's won yet. I'm sure Chuck's a big Jelly Roll guy, too. He's going to enjoy the concert. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Either oh, but Chris wanted to go to the concert. Yeah, I know. Did he win? No. He did. He won with Kobe, though. I know. Yeah. I don't know how to feel about that one. He's a Laker. I know he. Well, I know, but he's Kobe. Yeah. Have you factored that in, Buzz? Yeah, I, I have. Yeah. Okay. Laura Marion guy. 
I mean, listen. We yeah, got, you, yeah, you ought to be the main I know, one. but it was a Philly sports. <laughs> listen, we got plenty of chances. To win. we got two more chances to win, both Thursday and Friday. Okay. So, right. hopefully take care of it. All right. Well, you tell, you tell Chris that. Boss will tell Chris that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somehow I have a rivalry with him now because you keep telling him I'm ducking him. <laughs> Well, listen, it's a good rivalry. Twitter question today, sponsored by Mark's Jewelers. Looking for wedding bands or bridal party gifts? Shop Mark's Jewelers' extensive collection for the perfect gift online. Mark-Jewelers.com. We'll have more Jelly Roll tickets to give away tomorrow. Spike, I think, will join us tomorrow. So Every time uh, you say Jelly Roll, I think Tussie Roll. I know. But it's Jelly Roll. I don't know what it's Tootsie Roll. You guys are too young to remember that song. Let me see you Tootsie Roll. I know the song. Okay. More impartial to the candy. Okay. <laughs> it's, good, it's good candy. I bet you are more impartial to the candy. Oh, why? Well, I'm just saying, some of us would be more partial to the to the to the actual dance of the song, and you're you're with the candy, yeah. Let me see your tootsie roll. Yeah, you've been with Jill since she was five years old, so exactly. we, we get it. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, we'll be back tomorrow. More jelly roll tickets or tootsie roll tickets, whatever. Uh, Tom Kelly's coming up next. He'll take you through the rest of the night here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hey, Valentine's Day and February is when we celebrate our loved ones. Right. Well, this year, the only gift that I want is for my loved ones to get screened for cancer. That's my family at home at WIP, which also includes you, our listeners. Now, I've partnered with the American Cancer Society to remind everyone to get screened. Too many people have put off their screening since COVID. We were talking about COVID earlier. And the best defense against cancer is to get screened and catch cancer early. Talk to your doctor about what screenings are right for you. Visit cancer.org slash get screened. It's your boy, Ike. You know I got love for you. Get screened. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.